Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, back here on Sports Talk, Bobby Bear, Mike Dettelier. I'm Christian Garrick. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Lines at 504-260-1870 are open. So we're talking about Franco Harris's death at the age of 72, legendary uh, Hall of Fame running back with the Pittsburgh Steelers, part of the Immaculate Reception. We saw the tuck rule in more modern day with Tom Brady and the Patriots. Which one is the biggest in NFL history? Mike and Bobby feel like the Immaculate Reception is the it is the number one zaniest play in NFL history. I think the tuck rule is right behind it. And the reason why I say that is because if you go back and look at the impact that the Steelers went on to have and the Patriots went Amen. on to have, I think that it's it's right behind it, or if not a you know one A one B. The Patriots went on because of that tuck rule, and it happened against the same franchise. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if you look at what's on the up and up, I think definitely uh, in the snow, uh, the Patriots uh, they, they cheated. I mean, come on. They, they, even Tom Brady knows that's a fumble. He, As a quarterback, I know that he, he knew it. He knew yeah, it. Yeah, His expressions on. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Now Speaking Belichick of- is the one, and Tom said this. When he came to the sidelines, because it had happened earlier in the year, he said Tom is going to get reversed. So Bel- Belichick's mind was working. He says, I'm telling you, they're going to they're gonna change this. Probably on the damn committee. Yeah. Speaking of, um, we'll kind of shift <laughs> gears a little bit, but speaking of shadiness, I, I, we didn't talk about yet back on, uh, was it Sunday night or Monday night, the, the, the Giants and, and uh, Washington football team, the Commanders, their game. Nonetheless, there was an egregious um, – Two calls. Or, well, there was, or, yeah, there was an egregious call. One for um, on Terry McLaurin, a wide receiver for the Commanders. I think it was he didn't get set. Or, he didn't or get up formation. on the line of scrimmage. He didn't get up on the line of scrimmage. So they, and he yeah. checked with the, the line judge. He checked with him twice. Yes. And the line judge gave him the thumbs up, which is a nonverbal for, yeah, you're good. You're on the line of scrimmage. And they're on the one-yard line. And then they, and then they throw a flag when, it, when, when uh, on the snap. But it the pass a lot of people wondering, But at least a lot of people wonder, is there something – is it rigged a little bit? There was a lot of people asking that question after the, that game. The, the, the that, pass interference was well, the worst. Well, well, but that official couldn't wait to throw the <laughs> yeah. flag. Uh, uh, when, as soon as the ball stopped, he's throwing it. And then the pass interference, it wasn't a pass interference it one was a time. mugging. It was pass interference like three times. He's like holding on all that. How, to me, when I look at that, and if you're a fan and you're objective, I think like, oh, well, they want New York to win. They want the Giants to win. I think they really don't want Dan Snyder to yeah, win. Yeah, Dan Snyder. And the, yeah, the, what, the <laughs> That's Cabanas? the big no, part of I'd it. I'd say the combination, uh, the hell with Daniel Snyder, and then we want the Giants and the Jets. The NFL would realistically want the Bears, Giants, and Jets to always be relevant. Yeah. And then I maybe mean, one, one, of the, one of the L.A. teams. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing, too, about that, 
Man, you see Tyron Matthew get called for a penalty on a pass that was interference. not even a penalty. And then you watch what happened in that game. I mean, you can't even compare Tyron that. Tyron Matthew. And uh, they swallowed the flag. On Tyron that Matthew, final. that was textbook. Like, if you're showing. That's how you coach uh, it. That's uh, how you would do uh, it. Yeah, if you're showing a defensive back how to, how to cover a guy, that's exactly how you do it. That's much it was, it was there. <laughs> David and Biloxi on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, David. You're on WWL. Hey, how you guys doing? All right, Dave. Good, David. Thank you. Look, uh, I'm going to kind of change gears here a little bit. There's a kid over here I'm disappointed in Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and LSU for letting this kid go to Saban. He come over here personally and recruited this quarterback from Ocean Springs right over here. They were in the state finals the last two years. Well, they got to the corner finals this year, and they got beat. This kid has 4-3 speed, and he's got an arm like Brett Farr. He reminds me of Brett Farr. And he is he was rated the number one high school player in the state of Mississippi, junior and senior year in high school for 6A. What is did they, it Grayson they Hubbard? Let, yes, that's him. Well, did Alabama pay him the most money? I mean, <laughs> I don't. I mean, uh, I mean. You know, a lot of times they, they'll think like... That's uh, the Wild Wild West. Well, well, a lot of times, think, too, I, is I the we connection. Don't have, we don't have a chance to get him, so to think... Uh, we're not, you it, know. It's also connections. That's why LSU stuck with uh, Ricky Collins. He's right there in their backyard in Baton Rouge. From Woodlawn? Yeah. yeah, and so that's where they, they went in that particular spot. And uh, I think for a lot of people, they feel like Ole Miss, uh, Lane Kiffin's in the transfer portal yearly to try to find the next quarterback uh, for Ole Miss. A texture here on Okinawa Jewelers talking text lines. Christian, by far the immaculate reception is the biggest in NFL history. Sorry for misspelling your name, but blame it on Siri. I'm driving Dr. Bobby. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Uh, the, the, because, I'm glad you're doing the hands-free thing. Because really, the, there wasn't like, uh, unless you're probably a Raiders fan, you go, I can't believe this happened to us. So, you know, uh, how did we lose this game? When you had a number of people, we just, I, I don't care about the Raiders. I don't care about the Patriots. You go, man, the Raiders got robbed. But the Immaculate Reception, how that, you say, oh, well, the Steelers were lucky. So that, that's why, that, and that plays, you know, if you win, you win. So what if it's luck? Okay, it's and the then, only yeah. game a guy scores, he crosses the goal line. No official threw his hands up. Right. No official did. They were all looking at one another like, what happened? Yeah, what, what just happened? Uh, what happened? And um, I, I go back to Frank Lewis on this. Frank is on the Steelers' sidelines. He wasn't playing that day. Uh, he had had an injury. And he said, I get up to take a better look, and I see the collision. And he said, they didn't have to tell me that it was Tatum. And he said, I thought, man, this is how the season ends, with Stabler running in for a touchdown to win it. And then he said, all of a sudden, at the corner of my eye, I can see the crowd all standing up, and Franco's running with the ball. But he said, none of us saw it. None of us saw it. That he made that catch. And you think back, man, how long has it been? Almost 50 years. And they have broken that tape down and like Zapruder like, frame by frame by frame. And the fortunes of those two franchises changed because the Raiders didn't win it until 76. Yeah, was that when they beat the Vikings? Beat the yeah, Vikings yeah. in Fran Tarkenton, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and John Madden and, finally and, won it. And Stabler, yeah, and Stabler, yeah. Bolitnikov, your your buddy yeah, with Fred. the Oakland Invaders, uh, was part of that. But man, um, it's uh, it's really it's something. And that 
if you would do a highlight reel and say, okay, this is the NFL over the last 50 years, I want that one first. Oh, yeah, that's number one. Uh, that's what I And think. it's not even a debate. Not even a no, I want that one As far first. as the number one, number one cheating is that damn tuck rule. <laughs> uh, I'll you, I, I would put that, okay, well, what, like, how can you call this? Did you hear Mike Tomlin's response a lot like, because uh, he was apparently there and in, uh, what was it, Three Rivers at the time? Yeah, uh, Three Rivers Stadium. Three Rivers, when it happened for the Immaculate Reception. And he says, funny how, you know, there's about 80, 80 or 90 other thousand people said they were there as well. A lot like Tom, Tom, Dempsey. Tom Dempsey's yeah, yeah, yeah. kick, John Gilliam's uh, opening kickoff yeah, for the Saints. They, they got a million people they're, they're, that have a, been there. A, a quarter of a million, uh, 250,000 in the stadium. For 81,000 people. <laughs> yeah. Well, Three Rivers held like 62,000, I yeah. think it was. Brian in Metairie. Go ahead, Brian. You're on WWL. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas to you. Um, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry we're Christmas, talk- Brian. First of all, I want to say, you know, condolences to Franco Harris. When I was a kid, that was always my favorite team. Then I got in the culture of uh, knowing what New Orleans was all about, and I've been a Saints fan ever since I was like seven. Anyway, from here on out, we're talking about heart and passion. I'm sitting here with a few of my friends, but uh, talking about heart and passion, I want Bob want to see if Bobby remembers this game. I think he got his teeth knocked out. I want to say it was against Tampa Bay. Yep, at Tampa. And that guy hung in there, and I think you might have won that game. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Didn't Talk about heart and passion. Yeah, well, I I, I didn't win. I was trying to survive. Uh, (laughs) Realistically, uh, they, uh, you know, I was part of the reason. They went with the third quarterback. The third quarterback didn't count against the active roster because mm-hmm. all of a sudden we have me and John Forcade. Well, who would have been Mo? And, and, no, Dave Wilson. Oh. No, no, can this happen? No, so Dave Wilson's in street clothes. So all of a sudden, John's having to play. I think it's where's that right before halftime, latter part of the second quarter. Then he gets knocked out and he hurt his knee, whatever. And we go in at halftime. I don't even know where I'm at. And then all of a sudden, you got uh, Brad Perryman and Mo Hill <laughs> trying to take snaps. In the center, and they fu- they fumbling like um, if they took ten snaps, they would fumble eight out of ten. And so Mars just freaking out. He goes, "No, telling Dean Kleinsman and all trade. No, everybody got to go back in. I didn't even know where I was. <laughs> it, it was it was like a, that, nightmare. a different world, Ebert. Different uh, world. 1989. Back then, I didn't even like football right then at the moment. I, I'm like I can remember. It's like a bad dream. I remember trying to drop back in a straight line. My equilibrium was so off. I swear, it was like the Matrix. I was like, boom. I remember Stan Brock, uh, uh, you know, in, in the huddle saying, like, listen, if you're going to get beat, just tackle the guy because, uh, you know, if, if Bobby gets hit again, he might be in a coma. Just, just get holding. I don't mean to laugh. No, 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 no <laughs> just, just get a holding penalty because he cannot get uh, hit again. And I'll tell you what, that's when uh, football was, was not fun. Then you just literally tr- trying to survive out there. And I remember that was back, you know, when then you had to do hand singles and they really wouldn't send a player in with the play like you do in high school because mm-hmm. it took too long. So you had to do hand singles. I'm freaking all jacked up. So now I'm a bunch of the players. They all know the hand singles. So it's a combination like Eric Martin, Stan and all. We all call in the plays in the huddle. I'm sorry, my, my, my head's like killing me. And then all of a sudden, literally, I remember I flew back from Tampa. I... I I threw up so much that I had, I had on the flight back. I had nothing else to throw up. I'm like, the blood's coming out. So I'm it's like, dry heave. 
I'm dry heaving. My uh, head's killing. You know the altitude. All, it's yeah. like pressure. Uh, and I'm, I'm just. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they bring me to my house. And then uh, my wife, she, uh, uh, they ring the doorbell and she comes to the door. I look so pitiful. I ain't got no front teeth like a damn hillbilly. <laughs> and like, like, and, and and I swear she was like, "That's it. That, that's it. You're you're quitting. We ain't doing this no more. I ain't doing this no more." And then I remember, so that happened on Sunday. So we come home Sunday night, and then you know I didn't probably went and get a CAT scan and all that, and, and, and you know you do all that, and and um, then Wednesday I didn't practice, you know, and all that, and uh, so Coach Mark comes to me like on Friday, how you feel? Like, oh, my headaches went away. Okay, good. You playing uh, against the Redskins, and I played awesome. If I'd have got hit again, I'm telling you, I was still buzzing. I, I, I would, I, I could have been like in a coma. But my wife, I can tell you what she goes. You're not playing anymore. After she saw maybe I got in a conversation or argument with her on Friday, she goes, "Yeah, uh, okay, I think you're ready to play again." <laughs> yeah, so you gonna, can hit go, the go, door. Go, yeah, 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 go ever, make some more money. <laughs> I was going to ask you, did you ever entertain her notion that you were done? No, because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, about five days later, she said, okay, I think you're all right. Go back and play. Okay. Here's go, the, go make some more money. Here's the other part of that story. <laughs> uh, this is one of the first. We had done second guess, but we were doing it at the old Kukos in Metairie. Yeah, Kukos. Yeah, so right on who, Venice Highway. So who shows up as a guest is your boy Trap. Uh, Trapillo, yeah. God bless him. And so, you know, we talking about the play and everything. And, and after the Washington game, and Steve was like, it's the first time in my life I understood A-Bear. He, he was not cold, and that's the first time. Now, he said it in a joking manner, but he says, the first time in my life I could really understand him. Well, well, <laughs> well, it. Uh, it was uh, Hardy Nickerson, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Hardy Nickerson. The reason why I asked that is uh, Okay, no, Hardy Nickerson, I can tell you what happened. Hardy Nickerson, and they had a safety from Penn State named Robinson. He's flying. It's actually his uh, duct and his knee came in, like, under my face mask. But anyway. You didn't wear a mouthpiece. So, yeah, I, I had a mouthpiece, but I didn't have it in. The pros, they don't make you wear a mouthpiece. You wear a right. mouthpiece if you want. I said, well, I don't wear a mouthpiece. You know, you got to keep track of that, and I wouldn't leave it in my mouth. They can't understand me as it is. So why am I going to wear this mouthpiece? <laughs> I can remember. Now, I didn't have uh, – your front teeth. You need your front teeth to talk. Right. I still can't talk even though I got my front teeth now. Okay? I sound Those like porcelain. I, I sound like yeah, that these are all fake now. Yeah, yeah. That's not my real teeth. Yeah, yeah. Uh so I literally uh, uh, like sounded like a Cajun Sylvester the cat. <laughs> Like, because you need your front teeth. I was like, okay, 33, and I'm trying to call the place. They're like, what the? No, it, it, it was like the, the worst. I ain't got no teeth. I'm trying to call a, a play. And I was a young no. boy, uh, and I got the news. Uh, I was in Radcliffe, Kentucky, Fort Knox, Kentucky. And this is before the Sunday ticket. And, yeah, you know, they didn't have none of that. No, yeah. no. And, and, and so uh, we got the scrawl, basically like the, the crawl on the screen, A-Bear knocked out, and then we saw the, ha- we saw the highlights, and they showed you with no teeth, no front teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then, I, as a young, as a young boy, I was devastated. Hey, to see uh, like uh, that. I got hit so hard. Let me tell you right then. You know how sensitive your teeth are. If someone oh, ever punch you, got your. I didn't even know my teeth were knocked out. That that, that man. You know, that you didn't even know. Like I'm like, oh, I, I used the f word. Like, oh man, where's my teeth? I was like, I didn't even know. Uh, it was like, oh no, no, it's just like you just going. And 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 then the whole thing. Um, 
You know, I'm a Democrat. The Steve Trapillo story. Yes. Okay, Steve, Steve Trapillo starting off as a rookie. <laughs> He'd always give me a hard time about my Cajun accent. I said, well, what about you? Okay, you went to Boston College. You're from, what, Dorchester? Or, or one Pop of those. Car. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd always mess with him. I'd say, okay, I don't pronounce my TH. How about you? Is there an R in the Boston language? Okay. Uh, uh, he goes like, I said, Trap, what do you want me to do? Park the car at the bar? Uh, the guy's name's Mark. It's not Mark. Hey, Mark, what you doing? It's so wicked I, awesome. I, I, I said, Trapillo, you got an accent just like me. Yeah. He got all mad because one time he jumped off sides <laughs> and he said, I can't understand what Hebert is saying. I said, well, why all the nine, all the other nine players didn't jump off sides? I said, because you're a rookie and you're freaking out. But oh. but he he had so much respect for you. Oh, no, but he, but was awesome. he was just giving you the business. No, no, and, and, and Trap was about uh, 6'5", 320 He was a big pounds. man. But he died too young. Yeah, That's oh, another one. Way too young. I had a heart attack. He had held clubs in Florida. I want to say like late 30s, early 40s. I think he was in his early 40s. And then his son at Boston College. You think Trapp was a big guy. Man, the son was even bigger than him. Bobby, Mike, and Christian, this is Sports Talk here on WWL. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.